0: you're listening to the oz movies podcast only on the oz network welcome to the oz network for the beginning of another month uh as we are already well into a month but the beginning of a tribute month a tribute to movies we hate something we literally came up on spur of the moment at the end of brendan fraser month uh, and we're going to be talking about four movies that we already have been or will been. We know we're binning these things. There's no question about it. A uh, little bit different from Bad Movie Month because, uh, well, we like some of the bad movies. And these are ones that should be in Bad Movie Month. But unfortunately, some people actually like these movies. Who knows why? And what better movie to kick it off with than a movie that Ben actually deterred me from seeing last year when it first came out. Thank you very much. I at least was spared. Um, we're going to talk about the 2019 live-action Lion King. For those who not seeing us on video, that was quotations around live-action. <laughs> and it's also not an animated movie. We don't yeah. know what it is. Ugh. It's just really long and really boring. Uh, what a movie to start us off with. My name is Colin, and I just can't wait for this to be over. And my name is Ben, and Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, sorry,
1: did I ruin your childhood? Guess my name is Disney.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Lion King. (laughs) Um, Now, I wasn't there for either the recap of the 1994 Lion King or the 2019 one. We should also say there's nothing wrong with, you know, your, your media player, whatever you're listening to this on. Uh, this episode is only an hour. We're going to do all yeah, these in under an just, hour. For
1: those watching video, I've started the timer here, right? <laughs> so uh, we will be we will be ending this. Actually, no, hang on. I'm going to do it the other way around so that an alarm goes off at the end of it. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Colin. Uh, there you go. That's better. An alarm will sound.
0: <laughs> all right. 60-minute countdown. <laughs> the following takes place between... <laughs> Oh, wow. So uh, first I'll just start off. We may have mentioned this when we did Disney live action month uh, in the past, but uh, I I wasn't like so tied to the Lion King the way I was for a lot of the other Disney movies. And I can't tell you why, like I appreciate everything about the animated 1994 Lion King. Uh, anything that Ben will say or has said about how it's the greatest animated movie ever or whatever, or up there with Toy Story, uh cinderella all of ben's other favorites <laughs> cinderella what? i i was guessing you know i mean i like watch a different type thing.
1: of cinderella it's not animated and it's not for children so
0: <laughs> we will also be covering that next month in movies we love uh, <laughs> a little but, too much <laughs> but I, I i can't tell you what it is i just i can agree with everything great people have to say about the 2000 and 1994 the 2000 1994 lion king <laughs> 94 <2094. laughs> wow we've gone into the future the
1: 100th anniversary uh, <laughs> of the lion king uh.
0: <laughs> but it's just it's not something that ever clicked with me the same way that i, I would say aladdin did you know uh, especially aladdin that would be like my my favorite of all the disney movies of that era um so i i came into this not so ruined with my childhood um But it's still such a pointless movie like I tried to watch this even removing myself from imagine there was no prior Lion King and still I'm like this movie would not click with today's audiences it's just it's it's a filmmaking experiment and nothing more this is a two hour long demo reel for the future of filmmaking. And there are so many other movies that, you know, I might mention throughout this that sort of take a big leap for technology in filmmaking, you know, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, Lord of the Rings, The Polar Express and Beowulf. Um, This movie is one of those with way less heart. It's just even removed from the original movie is just pointless. It exists only to show off technology.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, The one positive I will say about this movie is it looks pretty. Uh, that's about it, you know. Sort of. Yeah, I mean, Ivanka Trump looks pretty, but, I mean, that's <laughs> about it. Like, you just, it just stops there, right? Um, I had this at number 24, the, the original, the animated version on my greatest movies of all time list. This, to me, is the the original. is the best animated movie of all time. And just, I was the perfect age demographic. I was seven years old when it came out. I mean, that movie was basically for me at that age and was obsessed with it and loved it. And... I'm not the biggest Disney guy. I'm not the biggest animated movie guy. But The Lion King has always been that one animated movie that I've always held up as just an absolute personal favourite and will always watch it. This... Like, you talk about pointless. I mean, my lord. And I've never been so close to walking out of a movie in my life (laughs) until I saw this. I I legitimately wanted to leave. If I was there by myself, if I wasn't watching this movie with Mallory, I would have walked out. Um, It just... Oh, like, we've got an hour here. I don't know how I'm going to curtail <laughs> everything in it. I mean, if people listened to our review last year, you went on that. But, um, like, I, I've always never been one for these live-action movies anyway. I mean, we covered them. I mean, Aladdin was fine because, I mean, Aladdin was sort of one that you could kind of see why they would do it live-action right I haven't seen Mulan, but, I mean, that's another one where I can kind of see why you would do it live action. But, like, to pass this off as live action, to have it then nominated for the best animated feature, I don't think it got an Academy (sighs) Award nod, but at least got a Golden Globe nod. I mean, that kind of just defeats the whole purpose of Mm -hmm. this being a thing. And you talked about it being boring. Like, again, I'm going to start off with this. I said in a review, like, this whole movie is this cast of this movie at a table read of the original script. There's no emotion, there's no acting. They get the original Mufasa, the esteemed James L. Jones, and he sounds bored. How does he sound bored and he was the original voice of the original character? I love John Oliver, and after this movie, I don't like him as much. Well, I do, but, like, just no. Um, And at the end of the day, it just turns into a vehicle to sell one Beyonce song that didn't even get nominated for an Oscar for the whole reason why they probably put it in the movie in the first place. So, oh, I'm so glad you're hosting this episode, Colin. Just this movie makes me angry. It just makes me mad.
0: I just want to say I watched a 20 minute making of on how they made this movie. That was more interesting than the two hours of the movie itself. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting. You mentioned the table read because John Favreau who directed this, first of all, very hit and miss. We're going to be covering a lot of his movies um, on both this end double Oz seven. Uh, but uh, it, it feels like every time he really has a hit, he takes like a giant step back. You know, mm. there was Elf, and then there was Zathura. Okay, Zathura is not bad, but it's not you know Elf, and I'm not even a huge Elf fan. There was Iron Man, and there was Iron Man Two, and Cowboys and Aliens. There was The Jungle Book, and then there's The Lion King. There's now there's The Mandalorian season one, and then there's The Mandalorian season two. You know, it steps forward <laughs> and steps back. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> still, too early to tell. Uh, this may date itself. But uh, I don't know. It's um, the the making of was interesting, especially with the way they did the actors, because he didn't want it to just be people sitting in front of microphones the way we are right now, reading their lines and staring at a monitor. Uh, he did something interesting where they built basically a sound stage that was designed to almost give off no sound if the actors were moving around, and then the actors would be there in the same room. You would have you know, the, the, the voice actors interacting with each other, not for the purpose of motion capture or anything like that, but just to capture the dialogue. So they could go back and forth. They could look each other in the eye and still somehow it's lifeless. And I can't help but feel like the choice to make this a live action movie that is 99% animated, uh, but they want it to look so live action, it's stripped it of all the characters. So maybe these performances, these vocal performances would have, carried more character and more more emotion and more personality to them if you weren't actually literally animating animals the way that they would look because it's just static and it's bland and that's the issue
1: one of the many issues like you you like think about the original you've got animated lions with facial expressions that are animated and are exciting and add to the yeah. characterization. It's all well and good to come out and say, we're going to do a realistic looking Lion King. I mean, fantastic. You've made these animals look realistic. You, pretty much border on belief that these are real but there's your problem i don't believe that a s- little tiny lion cub is going to walk around the african savannah <laughs> singing i just can't wait to be king and you've got yeah. these animals with like bland faces doing animated things i've got a warthog and a meerkat singing kuna matata in a beautiful <laughs> paradise with bland facial real life animal expressions yeah. like it's just it doesn't work and the issue is movement food. too move exactly and like you think about the original and this When it comes to the, the voice acting cast Like, this is the first Live, I again, mean, live action In air quotes, Disney movie <laughs> That you've got this problem of living up To the original cast Because You think about Aladdin, a lot of the talk was always, how's Will Smith going to be around, you know, uh, Robin Williams' genie, right? Because it was so iconic. Mm -hmm. And the answer was, well, Will Smith gave a completely different genie than Robin Williams, and it worked. Like, there was no comparison, right? It was just he gave a different interpretation. It was fine. Beauty and the Beast, I mean, you didn't really have an A-list actor that they had to compare it to. None of the full cast, with the exception of Robin Williams and Will Smith, have had that comparison, and this was the first one to me where you've really got a problem where the the original voice cast is so well known and is so beloved and is so iconic that you're never going to be able to match that. And you just, particularly when you've got such a bored cast reading this. You, you can't even match, it. and there's the problem as well. Because, I mean, think about the original Lion King Matthew Broderick, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, Jeremy Irons, Nathan Lane, Rowan Atkinson, Whoopi Goldberg. I mean, these are just huge stars that owned their characters. And then you go out of your way to get one OG person in James L. Jones, who we all love James L. Jones, but. I mean, let's be honest, he's not quite the same as he was 20 years ago. I mean, age does that. He does what he can. Yeah. Um, you go out and get Beyonce because cool Beyonce. She's this huge name. Let's get Beyonce. Chia4. Hey, I'm getting good at that. Um. You know. We love him. We, we, we love him. But, again, he's not Jeremy Irons. Like, I'm sorry. He's just yeah. not. Donald Glover, great guy. But, again, not the same. Seth Seth Rogen. They're okay, but it's just not the same, and they just don't have that energy and charisma that these characters own. John Oliver, again, I hate to badmouth John Oliver, but it's just, it's just, I feel like if you're gonna do this, wait another twenty fucking years. Like, I mean, it's 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 still too soon for them to yeah. be able to do this, and we're getting a sequel from this crap, Colin. <laughs> can we just point that out well, now? We-
0: yeah is it going to be one and a half two two and a half um who gives a shit (laughs) (laughs) you know this is just a crazy thing it never occurred to me till now until you're saying it again i i love chiwetel gia for um the majority of these people i like them but i knew who the cast was and i constantly had to google throughout the movie saying who does that voice again because it's just Mm -hmm. there is no personality and these are voices you should recognize exactly imagine just for the fun of it if they had gotten jonathan taylor thomas to do the adult Simba this yeah. time around, yeah, like that. It would have been a great publicity stunt. Would have been fun, something yep. different. Yep, but uh, no. And, I mean, like we could get, get Matthew
1: Broderick bit. to come in and do Scar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I agree <laughs> with you. I mean, a fun, a fun thing too. Uh, I just realized this right now. Um, Penny Johnson Gerald does the voice of Nala's mother. I did not realize that until I just saw that right now. So it makes me like. This movie, up like zero point <laughs> zero 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 one percent better, just because Penny Johnson Gerald could be in anything, and I will love it. But again, even I didn't know that <laughs> until just yeah. Then.
0: So, oh my god. So, just before we get into the the full the recap here, um Jamie was excited about this movie before it was coming out. Again, I'm more indifferent on the Lion King. I have no issues with it, but. I was more excited for Aladdin, and even Aladdin, I didn't go out of my way to see. I, I think Disney live action month killed my interest in all these movies. because oh, yeah. I got like halfway through Aladdin and haven't fin- the live action Aladdin haven't finished yet, and I was enjoying it. <laughs> it's just yeah. you Aladdin's know what, like, oh,
1: this, this is a the thing. Yeah, there's Aladdin. no
0: problem with it. Besides the,
1: the the very over the top like let's change the ending because of 2019 ending. Like outside, mm-hmm. of, I mean, Aladdin's fine. It's there. It's like the Jungle Book, fine. Like. It's not bad. But, again, as everybody will often say with these live-action movies, they're just completely unnecessary. But the stupid thing is, Colin, here we are giving it publicity. I spent money on this movie. (laughs) We we, we keep giving Disney money because of this. And we're the idiots. Disney are (laughs) laughing all the way to the Mickey Mouse bank.
0: Yeah, and and come on, let's be honest. We bend Maleficent and Beauty and the Beast – continued with that month, and now are doing another month dedicated to liking. I swore or at least one after of
1: them. seeing this movie, I would never spend another cent on, lying, uh, on Disney live action. <laughs> to be all fair, I have not. So uh, uh, even though I, I may have acquired this movie with different ways, but screw it, I fucking <laughs> downloaded this movie because fuck you, Disney. <laughs> I am not going to spend money on Disney Plus to watch this.
0: Well, the funny thing is I was planning still to do the review with you. I think we were just so, we were so busy last year particularly i just had twins that we had to take a couple shortcuts so you finished disney live action month with mallory and the plan was still that i would do the lion king review with you guys because we were (laughs) going to go see it uh you saw it i think it was opening night or or like the night before it was like the the thursday screeners (laughs) or whatever it was very full as
1: well i remember that being very packed cinema
0: yeah. And you uh, had posted the status about how terrible the movie was. And I think I messaged you the next morning saying, so we decided we're not going to go see Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> you and Mallory could do the review. And I didn't see this. I, to be honest, I didn't see this all the way through until right before we recorded this. I mean, last <laughs> night, the night before, whatever, uh, when this was on Disney plus, um, you know, we tried to check it out again, just wasn't grabbing our attention. I'm like, you know, I'm sure we'll eventually get around to doing it. Um, and now having seen it all the way through, Totally see what you're talking about. Uh, Again, the making of is quite interesting. Just see how they made this movie, but it is a demo reel and nothing more. So uh, should we just get into it here? We
1: have uh, forty six minutes left, Sure, Let's get this crap over and done with.
0: All right. So everybody should know the story again. I, <laughs> yes, I'm, pretty fa- I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm <laughs> pretty familiar with the original, but again, not like so in love with it that I'm. Uh, sometimes I was asking Jamie, "Did this happen in the original?" Uh, up to a certain point, where she completely checked out of this movie. I did make notes of that. Uh, starts off with,
1: uh... <laughs> and I will say, like, like this is one of those movie openings that will always give me chills and goosebumps. And even this, like watching this for the second time, like it, it's just the soundtrack. The soundtrack is fantastic. But even then, I'll say they ruin the soundtrack for this movie. One particular fucking song
0: in general, but we'll get to that. <sighs> you don't see the video right now. He's very heated. Oh, the best song <laughs>
1: in this movie, they turn into slam poetry. What is wrong with
0: you, Disney? Uh, but uh, I will say the first shot is apparently the only live action footage in this movie. Now, I will also say... The live-action backgrounds they use, it's obvious that the characters are animated, but I was convinced halfway through this movie, until I started really Googling it, that the backgrounds were at least realistic, that the landscapes are realistic. All computer-generated except for the opening shot. Uh, Impressive that they could do that, yes, but unnecessary. (laughs) Why do that? Yeah. Uh, Anyways, after the... uh, (laughs) um, You get into Scar and Mufasa's argument. You get baby Simba being born, you get endless shots. This is what really started to set Jamie off, even when we originally tried to watch this, endless shots of not real nature photography. Like if you're going to make a live action movie like this, this is why I'm confused why they wouldn't film in the real locations, because it would be impressive to be like, look at this landscape, look at Africa, look at all of these rocks and and trees and, and animals. But when you know it, none of it is real outside of the opening shot. It's not impressive to look at because, you know, it was just invented in somebody's computer. Uh, yeah. and it's a person with a VR headset and, uh, you know, a mouse and a keyboard and that's how this movie's made. So I'm not, I don't know why they went so far to extend the running time of this movie almost exclusively with nature shots. <laughs> You're not watching planet earth. Okay. It's not impressive when some guy animated himself, I don't care. Um, the uh the endless photography eventually ends uh there's uh guess to discussion I'm gonna forget some of these characters names the, the the girl lion Nala okay so there's a bit of an argument about uh, them getting married or whatever <laughs> Um, there's a back and forth. Again, I don't know if any of this dialogue's in the original movie, but I wasn't quite sure what they were talking about, where he was like, I'm not going to marry her. She's scared of Rhinos, and she said something about him. What was it? Oh, I don't even He's remember. Of this?
1: Add a dialogue that wasn't in the original. I don't give a fuck. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I made a note at this point. Is this movie ever going to pick up the pace? Because it's really dragging. Uh, right at this moment, uh, or after this moment, so we haven't even gotten to the part. Jamie knows this movie by heart. Like, she's in love with The Lion King. She's in love with all Disney movies she knows this movie by heart she actually said to me do I have to keep watching this with you and and and, uh she may she may have actually just been she said it in a nice way because I took it as well you know what like we can watch something else I'm covering this this weekend but I I said to her what else do you want to watch and she goes I don't know it's just this sucks and I don't want to watch it anymore
1: (laughs) (laughs) that makes me so happy that Jamie like is clearly like me loves this movie to death and even she's like this is crap
0: yeah, And she's not listening to our reviews. She never listens oh, to us, dad. even the episodes she's on. Uh, but I, I sort of laughed it off and kept watching. And like five minutes later, she goes, OK, seriously, why is this still on? And I'm like, all right, all right I'll turn it off. <laughs> um, there's the first introduction to the hyenas, uh, who I'm going to call the misunderstood characters of this movie. Uh, I, I'll also say them making this a realistic, it's just as goofy and kid friendly in story terms as the original would be, but the fact that you're making it look so super realistic, you open it up to be analyzed as a realistic movie. Exactly. And there's plot holes that I pick up on here that I could not criticize in cartoon. Cause a cartoon makes it clear. This is a cartoon suspend disbelief. They want you to look at this as a real movie, mm. real animals. And and you just see so many issues with this. So remember that when I get to the hyenas, uh, the hyenas almost are going to attack uh, Mufasa comes to the rescue. Um, there's a scar speech to the hyenas, so you get that he's the leader of them. Uh, this leads to a stampede. Uh, a stampede of uh, what, it wasn't hyenas in the stampede. What was it? Wildebeest. the wildebeest. so okay, I thought you said rutabagas. Um, yeah, like rutabagas. they don't look like that. <laughs> the rutabaga uh, stampede. Uh, this yeah. is what Disney has done to your childhood, people. <laughs> wildebeest become rutabagas in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Mufasa gets trampled. He's basically uh keeping Simba safe. Um he's clinging onto a cliff as as Simba watches on but can't see the whole thing. Scar, uh who's supposed to be his brother, right? He is his brother, yeah. Okay, so uh, he's supposed to be his brother. <laughs> supposed to be his brother. No, not really, just by name yeah. only. Uh he basically puts his hands on his paws, says, Long live the king, and kills his own brother. Uh Simba comes uh, to see his dad dying. Um, and Scar plays the card of the concerned uncle who also was blaming it for the, what did you do? You better run. Uh, they're going to blame this on you, and Simba just buys it and runs away, uh, and as soon as he starts running away, he tells all the hyenas, kill him. Uh, I wonder why Scar didn't just kill him right there. Like, We've been asking you're, that you're... for
1: the last 26 years, don't <laughs> worry.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is an issue even in the animated one. Yeah. Okay, good uh yeah run away okay kill him uh okay so he he declares himself the new king he says the hyenas are there to help them so they could rebuild and this is what where I started having an issue with this movie it is almost borderline racist that these lions are against the hyenas so much scar is actually trying to end segregation in this village and the lions are like you you people go back where you came from okay <laughs> They're like, they're here to take our jobs and our women, okay? They don't belong here. (laughs) Get to the back of the bus, hyena. (laughs) Don't sit at this lunch counter. (laughs) The hyenas are the Rosa Parks of the African savannah. They are. And there's another part coming up where I was just like, I've never realized this before, but like these lions are racist pigs. They're bigots. (laughs) That's the fun I had watching this. The Trump administration. (laughs) Exactly. This is very relevant in 2019. (laughs) Uh, and they're okay with monkeys and birds. They're just not okay with those filthy hyenas. Okay? Uh, uh, they Simba. Took our hence- <laughs> <laughs> take our women. Take our jobs. <laughs> Go back where you came from. <laughs> uh, Timon and Pumbaa, I will say they probably do a better job with these characters than other ones. Cause it does feel like a lot of real improv going back and forth. And I'm sure that was the same thing with Nathan Lane and, uh, who is the other one in the original? Oh yeah. I always
1: forget his name. Keep talking. I'll pull it up. Pull up Pumba's name. All right. Yep.
0: So yeah, the original, you, you get that it was a lot of like improv between these actors.
1: Who? Ernie Sabella.
0: Oh, of course the famous, mm-hmm. uh, but <laughs> here, um, we get, uh, I think this is, um, uh, Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen, right? It is. Yes. Okay. So you get real comedians. And I, I really do feel like there's a lot of back and forth band. It was the same thing with uh, two of the hyenas after Simba falls off the cliff or whatever, where they're saying, okay, well, you know, uh, we're supposed to go and make sure that he's dead. No, nah, I don't want to go. Um, one of those guys I think is uh, Key from Key and Peele, which I don't know. Were yeah. you ever a fan of Key and Peele?
1: Uh Not hugely, but I, I knew enough of
0: who they are. I mean, Key, Key, I actually am a bigger fan. I'm Jordan Peele Academy Award nominee. Great. But uh, between the two of them, which one's funnier? I mean, obviously, Kia it helps that he's pretty much a regular on Whose Line Is That Anyway, which made number one on my favorite shows of all time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I like that they get some of these comic actors and some of the stuff is good. It's just when you don't have funny facial expressions to match, it, it's not funny the way it should be. And there's so much personality gets stripped out of this movie because they wanted to add. You could do some type of hybrid movie make it photorealistic but also give them just a little bit of personality. Uh we've seen this photorealistic animal stuff done before in like um what was the movie? Uh The Life of Pi, which I was a big fan of, yep. they did incredible photorealistic. Somehow still that animal had more personality even though it wasn't talking it wasn't singing. We just did birds of prey. Harley Quinn's hyena, I feel has the more personality. And birds than and the
1: hyena in this. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's ways to do it photorealistic and give it personality. It's just, I feel like Jon Favreau was doing so much of an experiment here that he just, he forgot he was trying to make a fun movie. The lion um, in
1: George of the Jungle had more personality. And that there was you go. played up for being I mean, a it stuffed helps. lion.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, it helps that Brendan Fraser was there to give yes, everything else personality. Exactly. He could have just uh, shoved Brendan Fraser in this movie in
1: the middle let Just have George of the Jungle <laughs> make a cameo. It yeah. makes it so much more
0: realistic. <laughs> I mean, it's the right environment, yeah. he, you know, he could be swinging in the vines, uh, but Timon and, Timon and Pumbaa, they're they're fun in this movie for what they are. They are the best thing in this movie, but still not good. Uh, I do like when they find Simba and he's passed out and, and he comes to him, he says, I'm Simba. Oh, I was going to call him Fred. Uh, <laughs> I did like that one line. That was kind of nice. Uh, they get into Hakuna Matata here. Uh, I, this original line, now this was in the original where they say that's our motto and what's a motto and they say what's a motto with you. That was in the original, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I am sure I get downhearted every time I farted was not. No, Please well, confirm. not I'll talk
1: about that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Like... Th- Again, yeah, I'll hold back until my turn. It's all right.
0: Okay, I'm going to cap it there anyways, so you can go ahead. But uh, this song does not have the personality again, not like being in love with the original, just sort of appreciating it. The soundtrack has a lot of life to it. Even just if you were to listen to the soundtrack, this isn't just a thing about animation. If you were to listen to the original soundtrack, which I probably listened to the Lion King soundtrack more than I ever watched the movie, uh, those songs are fun to listen to. These interpretations... Even when you're listening to Fuck. it without animation, not fun. Mm. Boring. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Like, I, again, not the biggest
1: Disney guy, but, like, this soundtrack I know back to front. I know all these songs back to front. Um, And, like, I think this is another issue with this movie. You think about Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Each of those maybe only had, like, one song that they were known for, right? Like, Beauty and the Beast maybe had, like, two but, like, I, I feel every Disney movie around that period had your one that it was known for. The Lion King mm-hmm. was the rare anomaly that had, like, Everything. every song was so famous. Like, you yeah. knew Can You Feel the Love Tonight. You knew Hakuna Matata. You knew Circle of Life. You knew the well, Haas of Like, you, you All, knew all
0: three of those songs you mentioned were nominated. There's five nominations for Best Original Song in the Academy Awards, and Lion King cleaned up with three of them.
1: I mean, Elton John and Tim Rice just absolutely destroyed that. They and they, I think they won a crap ton of Grammys for it as well. Like, it, it, let's be honest, The Lion King at for a large portion, I think until Shrek Two was the most successful animated movie of all time. I and mean, this mm. I, did it not even become. No, I think Jurassic Park The that for a while. No, I did when it was released. Was it like the second most successful movie of all time? Like it nearly beat Jurassic Park. No, I feel, um, in
0: the 90s, didn't it? it's I. I think the battle was between this and Forrest Gump because it came right. out the same year as Forrest Gump, and I think Forrest Gump was like the highest grossing film domestically. Right. And then Lion King was the highest worldwide, but then when Lion King was re-released, it basically wiped out forrest gump and became the number one film in 94
1: but i mean I, I remember that that big thing like 2003 2004 when shrek 2 came out like this is now the most successful animated movie of all time yeah. people are like shrek 2 like how did that happen <laughs> but i still think this might be the most successful traditionally animated movie of all time unless well because frozen is not traditionally animated is it so right this still might yeah, hold so- that record
0: Yeah, because, I mean, traditional animation sort of lived on till what, Lilo and Stitch may have been the last big one. Toy Story came out a year
1: after the OG, so, I mean, it basically... Yeah, but still, I mean, there were some
0: huge Disney movies and none of them came close to Lion King.
1: I mean, but this, like, just going back to side tangent, I mean, you're a little bit older than me. I'm sure you just remember how big of a deal Lion King was in 94. Like, it was Mm -hmm. just... This was just dominated the world culturally. But, um, oh, God, like, just the, the personality is just completely void from all of these characters. You, you, like you talk about these actors kind of like, that surprises me that they walked around set, pretended to look at each other. Cause like, I just, this is my problem with this movie again. Like, it just sounds like they're all bored at a table read. Like they're just mm-hmm. reading the original script and, what makes this movie like half an hour longer is just they add extra bits to it that don't need to be added. Like we're going to get a sequence of a dung beetle rolling up a pile of poo for like 10 minutes. We don't need that. And like those lines you're talking about, like with Nala and that, like, Oh, you're afraid of zebras. Again, you don't need it. This movie drags on so much that when you get to a song, they, it feels weird. It feels out of place. And when it comes to Hakuna Matata, that almost just feels so random. Like, and this is coming from a movie that's longer and should be establishing these characters more. Like, I just, like, Simba... I do not connect with Simba at all in this movie. I don't know what it (laughs) is. But, like, in the original, you do. Um, Scar, like, the beauty of Scar is that Scar's a bit campy. Scar's a bit flamboyant. And, like, you kind of feel for him. This movie, they just make him just look like a, a bored prick... Who And, like, they kind of add this added storyline to the hyenas where it's, like, the hyenas don't want to work with Scar, but then he kind of changes their mind. You don't need that. In the original, he's just in cahoots with the hyenas. It's just there. It just happens to mm. be a thing. Um you're right about this whole, like, racism thing. It's a good point. Like, particularly when they're up on the rock and they're like, see that shadowy place? You must never go there, Simba. Like, that's fucking Mexico. This is Trump yeah. on top of, like, the Capitol building in Washington going, see that down there? That's Mexico. We must build a wall there. You must never go there. Um, so, yeah, wow. Uh, I'm glad you're establishing this. Um, one thing, like, I, I remember in Aladdin, um, what's the, the parrot in the animated Aladdin? Um what's it called i i no, i can't remember what it's called but in the I, I, do you call it ishtar What? Ish, it, was, it was an eye does
0: it not does not the, the uh i'm looking it up right now yago or yago okay yeah yago yeah.
1: yeah so i mean the live action they just made it a bird right they didn't take the talking to it and then again i haven't seen mulan but i believe they've gotten rid of the songs they got rid of eddie murphy's dragon kind of all the like these are the bits that connect to the kids right like i mean the whole movie is mm-hmm. meant to connect to the kids it's a kid's movie but the kids love the little sidekick comedy creature. And so, like, they've kept Zazu in this movie, great. But, like, this is a- another problem. Zazu is so pointless in this movie. Like, in the original, like, Zazu's kind of the middle ground and... Zazu works. Here, like, John Oliver is is a pretty decent actor, I will say. Like, if you've ever seen John Oliver outside of his last week Tonight show, he actually does a fairly okay job. I know you hate the love guru, but, like, John Oliver's kind of funny <laughs> in the love guru. Like, it's just he fits the tone of that movie. Um, and I can't what else re- remember what else he's been in, but there's something else I've seen in him too, and he's okay. But, like, here he just... It, yeah, I just don't... It doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And I know you're living up to Rowan Atkinson. Um, that's a pretty big, you know, pretty big shoes to fill. But the difference, say, with, like, Will Smith and Ro- and Robin Williams, as I was saying before, Will Smith gives a completely different interpretation. To me, John Oliver is just trying to be Rowan Atkinson and just failing. I'm sorry. I love you, John Oliver, but you're not Rowan Atkinson. Um, the be prepared speech. Colin, this is like... The, like the best song in the original movie is Be Prepared. Like the whole campy sequence of Scar in this cave with big things shooting up lava. You've got like the Hitler hyenas walking off, giving him a salute. And just like it's it's epic. That is the one song that I will listen to. I would almost put that. I nearly did put it in my top 100 songs of all time. I wow. love <laughs> Be Prepared by the original. And they turn this into a slam poetry thing of, like, scar. Like, cheer a 4 you're great, mate. But, like, you're not Jeremy Irons singing Be Prepared. Like, it's just not the same. Um, The death of Mufasa. Like, this is something that still chokes me up to this day in the original. It's sad. It makes you cry. It hits the heartstrings.
0: I didn't give a shit about this death. I'm like... It's so rushed in it's a movie rushed. that's stretching the running yep. time. There are a lot of big moments they just rush through.
1: And I feel like the will-to-be Stampede just comes out of nowhere, whereas in the original, like it kind of feels like, okay, this is what it's building up to. And even the death, like the Long Live the King, they add a stupid like Scar doesn't need to punch him. The guy's fucking falling down a cliff. Like, like what's the added punch, Scar? We, like, oh, we're going to make sure Scar's. We know that he's evil and he's a bit of a prick. Maybe we'll get him to punch his brother on the way. Fuck off. Like the, these grabbing him by the claws and long live the king and throws him off. That's all you need. Um yeah, look, Timon and Pumba are fine. Um, but it's just it's still not the same to me. It's just like mm. Again, the fun of Timon and Pumbaa is you've got a warthog and a meerkat who are animated and look all funny and everything like this. You've got a really warthog here. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me.
0: Bland, colour scheme, everything.
1: Seth Rogen, I love Seth Rogen. Uh, Billy Eichner, I'm sure, he's fine. Um, but it, it, it's not the same. They don't have the same chemistry. And, like, Hakuna Matata just doesn't work. And that line... With the, I got downhearted. How did you feel every time that I, Tim? Uh, p- what is that, Pumbaa, not in front of the kids. Dum, hakuna matata. That's the funny <laughs> part of the song because you're like, oh, no, they're going to build up to it. And here, like, they go out of their way to kind of subvert your expectations and be a bit different. It just doesn't work. Like, the, the humour in that line is that you know what they're going to say, but they cut it off and not in front of the kids. Like, this is like if they remade George of the Jungle and they took all the references to, like, oh, you know, bad guy falls in poop, throw your head back. Yeah. And, like, if they took all that out, like, it's not the same. Um, and just, oh, no, it just doesn't work for me at all. And there's another bit where they, I'm jumping ahead here, but let's get over and done with, like, when they do the whole um, distraction bit. And they basically, oh, let's put in an in joke here and put in be our guest and oh, ha ha, we're so oh, funny because yeah. we're Disney. The funny part of the original is a here's a big pig. Yup, yup. You, you you're aching for some bacon. You can be a big pig too. <laughs> Oi, like that's the funny bit. Tamina in a dress in a Hawaiian hula skirt dancing. That's funny. Not oh, be our guest because remember we're Disney. We did Beauty and the Beast. Ha 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 ha. Just shut up. Um, the hyenas too. Like um. I mean, I didn't even realise that that's who was doing the voice of them. I, like, I just, I'm not connected to them. In the original, you've got Whoopi Goldberg, you've got Cheech from Cheech and Chong, you've got Jim Cummings, the voice of the Tasmanian Devil, and Winnie the Pooh doing the other one. Like, I mean, these are iconic voice actors who just have chemistry and a fun, and, like, a kind of that dopey, duh, sidekicks, right? Like, (laughs) that's, like... I guess maybe I've never connected that to hey, kind of the lions are racist because in the original, like you just got the do people that you don't really care about. They they kind of make you feel more for the hyenas in this movie, which is a problem oh, yeah. because you're not meant to. They're the they're the do sidekicks that you're just a so funny, <laughs> and here they're not. Um, yeah, just just get on with it. All right. I just so I let, be, let's we've got 26 let's minutes. Let's a
0: Let's pile on this being more racist here because it's about to get really bad. Now, this is where I I had a lot of issues. Uh, So they're all criticizing Scar for overhunting. Now, first of all, none of these lions are fat. (laughs) Can they be overhunting if they're not overweight? Like, if you want to say you're overhunting... Show that, that like, Scar... Even just Scar is getting big and bloated, you know? To show that he's selfish.
1: And can I just... I really want to... Because I will forget this. This is a purely Mm. Disney retconning their own mistake back in the original, where one of the biggest complaints people would have is, like, well, how on earth does this land become so barren just because Scar's in charge? Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm. And this is them purely retconning it by adding the line of, you're over-hunting. Like, they have to explain why this land has turned this way. And you're right, like... Why aren't they They fat? never show it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I mean I'm sure the lions, I'm sure I'm sure you don't refuse the food, do you? I'm sure it's not like, <laughs> hey, he's yeah. fifty extra moods. Well no, you're overhunting. I'm against this. Oh. Like I'm sure you're and fucking here, eating it.
0: It's it's gonna get worse too, because after the little argument between uh Simba Simba's mom and uh Scar, uh where he says you should be my queen, no, I'll never be your queen. Uh then he says, Fine. From now on, the hyenas get to eat first. Yeah. You mean these hyenas had to eat, again, these are just the, the staff, the help, who eat after you've had your feast? Why is he a bad guy? Because he's suddenly saying the hyenas deserve to eat too, okay? <laughs> They're like, not sitting at the counter, hyena. <laughs> Get out, (laughs) go to your section. It's just, it's wrong. (laughs) And and I'm glad to hear you say this isn't in the original because it just proves how bad this movie is compared to the original. Yeah. That they decided to put in this subplot to show what a bad guy Scar is because he's having compassion and trying to share with other people who this movie wants you to be sympathetic to the hyenas. Forget about Scar. We're supposed to suddenly feel bad for these lions because the hyenas get to eat first. They're starving.
1: There's just – and this is what they do in this. This is where you get an extra half now. They add little subplots to it that kind of make – like <laughs> the whole thing where it's like you will be my queen. Like that's – like in the original, it's basically um, – they, I mean, okay, there's kind of a line where they say, like, there's no food. Because, like, Sarabi comes up to Scar and's like, where's the food? And she's like, there's no food left, Scar. Like, what are you talking about? So then he hits her. And then that's basically when, like, um, Simba comes in and saves the day. But, like, to have this, oh, like, you're overhunting, you're doing this, you're doing that. And also, mm-hmm. can we also just point out, just on that point... How do lions work? Men lions don't hunt. It's female lions that hunt, right? So, therefore, if you're overhunting, you're going out there and overhunting yourself, Sarabi. So,
0: mm, <laughs> yes, it's yourself your to blame. <laughs> oh, this movie that wants to be so realistic to lions and yeah. their anatomy and their habitat. Uh, throw it all out the window here. Yep. Um, there's really... I have, like, uh, two lines of notes left here. So, let's just quickly go through it. Um So uh, Nala sneaks off from the pack so she could go be with her own kind. You don't want those hyenas in there. Yeah, next thing you know, they're (laughs) going to want us marrying hyenas and
1: breeding with them. Michelle Williams and Kelly Rowland are out there somewhere in the savannah. Beyonce, I want to be with my own kind.
0: Where's Destiny's (laughs)
1: child? Uh,
0: We get the uh, destruction of the termite hill for eating. Uh, Simba gets to try a um, bunch of, termites or whatever, we get a whole bunch of farting here. This movie, oh, is so classy, so mature. It is 90% farts and turds because what comes after all the farting? Uh, Simba's hairball ends up in a giant turd. Uh, After we travel, we follow the hairball like the Forrest Gump feather. This is still competing with Forrest Gump 25 years later. (laughs) Follow it like the Forrest Gump feather uh, all the way across Africa, and it ends up inside a giant turd there's nothing that 2019 kids want to see more than a hairball inside of a turd. Okay. And it's, I swear, it must be 19 minutes of this movie. Like this it's is how they extended so The long. running time, oh. the running time of this movie was extended purely by this hairball sequence. Take this um, out on Beyonce's song. You've
1: probably got a, like a hundred minute movie.
0: <laughs> there you go. I mean, it, it may even be shorter than this podcast. It might be. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, and then when the hairball eventually comes out of the turd, Of course you get Simba because that hair couldn't have come from anywhere, especially if you're traveling through a turd for a hundred kilometers or whatever it is. Uh, We do get the one part of the movie that that it wasn't just me. Jamie actually really enjoyed this too. The lion sleeps tonight sequence because it's the lions dancing and the other songs that we get throughout the course of this movie. Like we're going to get, can you feel the love tonight where the lions aren't being playful? They're just running. You imagine you're filming lions just running around hunting, getting for water, sleeping, whatever, and the vocals are dubbed over it. The lion sleeps tonight. We at least get all the animals sort of bouncing in synchronization, which is injecting just a little bit of personality and fun to this movie. To me,
1: like, that goes, like, that's in the original, right? Like, that. this is a bit where they do meet Nala for the first time, but they add, like, an extra two minutes of this song. Like, it's kind of, it's just a short and sweet little song in the original. But this one, they've got to add basically the whole fucking song. To me, it just goes on too long.
0: But And again, it, it may be too long, but if they could do that for this movie, if they could suspend disbelief and have all these animals dancing in unison here, why aren't they doing that for the rest of the movie? Why do we have to see <laughs> them behaving like actual animals? Make You want to make an animated movie? Make an animated movie. This is, outside of the first shot of the movie, 100% animated. Yeah. So let, go with it. You did it in one sequence to another because this is the only part where I actually perked up. And even Jamie's like, oh, I actually kind of like this part of the movie. Check in for a brief part of the movie, and that's it. Um, Nala eventually finds Simba here. Uh, they have a little fight. Uh, then uh, they they don't even sing Can You Feel the Love Tonight. They run around as Can You Feel the Love Tonight plays in the background. Uh, she talks about him needing to come back. He says, no, I can't come back. She, You're not the Simba I remember. Well, puberty in four years or however long it's been might do that to you. <laughs> Not the Simba, I, not my Simba, hashtag not my Simba. <laughs> you're not the same either, you've changed since you married
1: Jay-Z, like come on, yeah, since you exactly. left the band, like I Beyonce. liked you in Destiny's Child, what happened to Bootylicious, now you're talking about freaking sex, like oh
0: god. Getting into fights in elevators, or was that her sister, that I don't remember. That was sister, that was Solange. Alright, uh, but anyways, let the man change, you want him to be a you, you little baby lion for the rest of his life, how's he gonna fight Scar that way? Um... Uh, <laughs> Mufasa's spirit, we got his spirit here. So this is the uh, the famous sex sequence from the original, which <laughs> I, I hope you brought that up on the recap. Of course I did. Of course, okay, good. Me. Yeah. I bring
1: up sex when it's not involved in the movie. So,
0: you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it said we don't even really see Mufasa in the cloud this time. No. Yeah. Uh, it's just sort of his voice as there are clouds. And there's no sex cloud. Uh, <laughs> so... Wow, Disney's gotten more appropriate with age. It's just added a lot of farting in there. (laughs) Uh, Then he eventually finds his way back. Uh, They need to come up with a plan, so they come up with the be our guest dinner decoy, as you said. (sighs) Uh, Timon and Pumbaa are basically presenting themselves as a meal for the hyenas, and they get the be our guest and run away. Uh, I didn't mind that too much. Uh, I thought it was, a l- you know, at least a little bit funny. Everyone but again, in maybe- cinema
1: loved that. I remember everybody fucking laughing their tits off. I'm like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Where's he aching for a bacon part? You can be a big <laughs> pig too. Oi. Uh,
0: but Simba is going to confront Scar. They have a bit of a fight. Everybody has a fight. It's just a fire fight breaking out. There's a fire. There's gang wars, everything. Uh, you end with this hanging off the cliff thing. Now, the two moments, like you mentioned with the Mufasa's death, that didn't even bother me as much as these two moments here. When when Simba comes back and there's the big reveal where he's there, it's like a two second shot. Mm. Why not make that a big slow-mo thing with the wind blowing through him? And and he's like, no, I'm here to reclaim my kingdom. Give him a heroic moment. This is the the hero returning. And then the final part where he's hanging off the cliff again, and they're replaying the, the death of Mufasa and scars, you know, giving his whole speech, Why is that also like 10 seconds long? Why aren't they playing that up where he's almost ready to fall? And then he has this big hero moment where he's like, no, like it's the Darth Vader. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. And and then he comes up and he confronts like, it's just, it feels so anticlimactic in a movie that's, trying to extend its running time. Why Why aren't you building up the big moments like
1: this? And, and the issue here is that it's, it's no, this is one of these, uh, the, the majority of this movie besides what they add in it is basically word for word, the original movie. And this is one of those scenes where it's basically word for word verbatim, but you're right. This somehow feels rushed and out of place. Whereas yeah. in the original, it's the same length, but it feels better. Like it, it. you understand it. And again, I put it down to the emotion of the lion's faces in the cartoon. Yeah. And like, I feel also the music is played differently here. Like it just, it feels odd and off. I completely agree with you. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, basically, that's the end of the movie. You know, uh, Scar is revealed to be the traitor. Uh, the hyenas, of course, were fooled into helping Scar. So they're all going to live in peace, but they still will never eat first. Yeah, there's Uh, not a happy
1: ending for the hyenas here, people. Like It's (laughs) all well and good that we're back to, "Ah, here's a new kid, (laughs) la-di-da-di-da. Like, the hyenas are going to be banished back to Mexico again. Like, the wall's gone back up again. Get behind the wall.
0: (laughs) Feel for the Mexican hyenas. I do. Uh, movie ends with, of course, the same way the original movie ends, with the new Simba's child being born now, and the same holding up the baby thing before everybody, uh, and we get a brand new Elton John song. Now, Elton John has had 25 years to compose a song with Tim Rice that's just as epic, just as memorable, just as emotional as Circle of Life or Can You Feel the Love Tonight, and instead, I swear, we get Crocodile Rock. What (laughs) is this song?! Like this is not fitting for the giant emotional, you know, uh, epic Lion King movie. It is Crocodile Rock Part Two.
1: I'm going to be completely honest with you. I must have turned this movie off and walked out of the cinema because I never even knew there was an Elton John song <laughs> at the end. Like the the one song, I'm thinking like, are you watching Rocket Man when like uh, Elton John <laughs> did the the song with What's His Face? Like uh, uh, Taron Egerton. But no, that's that's a different movie. Um, God. Um, I don't like. All these added things. They, this is where the movie gets long in the second half because you've got like Beyonce. It's like I'm gonna go and f-. like, where are you going, Beyonce? Like, the the thing that makes the original like again, you don't need to add a whole extra half an hour to it of her sneaking mm. out and like Zazu going like, where are you going, Beyonce? <laughs> um, like, you don't need that. Like in the original, it's just Simba and his happy life singing we in the jungle, the mighty jungle, and then Nala comes out of nowhere and it's like rah, rah, rah. Um, like, like. Added little scenes of Simba jokingly with a wildebeest, and the oh, I thought you were a real lion. Not that you're not a real lion, like ah, <laughs> like are you impl- are you being racist to Simba now? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> no. like I don't get it. Um, the whole "Can you feel the love tonight" sequence again. It just it just comes out of nowhere. It f- it feels like I just can't wait to be king in Hakuma- Hakuna Matata. Like in the original, there's a bit of a build up to it, and like here it just it just it's like they have to paint by numbers. It's like, oh, well, we know we're uh-huh. going to put this song in there at some point, right? Like, but it just doesn't work. And, again, it comes down to facial expressions. Like, I know in the, you know, this is a sequence where Nala and Simba are falling in love. Like, this is a cute little moment because originally it was, oh, I don't want to get married. But now they've hit puberty. They've discovered their parts are moving and their <laughs> lumps are getting harder and shit. That, like, this is a part where they're in love. But, like, it just doesn't feel like it. It just... It feels odd. Like, this. I remember there's that really cheesy scene in the animated one where, like, Nala gets pinned by Simba and she, like, licks Simba and Simba's like, oh, what? And she's kind of got that, like, doomy look on her face. Like, it's kind of like... <laughs> but, like, you realise, oh, they're falling in love. This one, because there's no emotion on their face, it's just almost like, I'm Beyonce, you'll love me, because I'm Beyonce. Yeah. Okay, Beyonce, like, sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and just... The whole ending sequence, there's no tension to it. You add, like, five extra fights to it because we have to have Nala fighting one of the hyenas and the whole, like, I've been waiting for this since I was a cub. I'm not a cub anymore. Mm-hmm, girl power. <laughs> like, why? You don't. I'm a like... survivor. <laughs> but, like, but this is, I feel, one of those things where they feel like we need to add an extra layer to show strong females. The original had them. Nala and the entire yeah. bunch of female lions were kicking ass in the original without having to make a massive deal out of it. You don't need to add extra things when you've already got it
0: They're in They're the there. hunters!
1: Exactly. Like, think about lions, people. Lions have it Right. Women are the strong ones who go and do everything and men are the lazy pricks. And, like, but women stand up to, like, in like, fuck you, we're women. And men are like, oh, we're sorry. Like, that's how it should be. Women are the tough ones who do everything and we're the stupid pricks who just lay around. Like, Colin and I right now are sitting on our asses recording a podcast, right? What's Mallory off doing right now? She's off working, right? What's Jamie doing? Looking after the kids. That is how great women are and how much men suck, okay? Yeah. Lion King has it Right. So, but no, let's add an extra bit to prove that, you know, a, a woman lion is strong because she can bash a woman hyena.
0: And Hyenas you know are what, lazy.
1: Like, Hyenas are scavengers. They don't
0: do anything anyway. The other thing that confused me about this, and again, it's about why they didn't choose to extend this movie in the right parts. If you want to add all these extra little fights on on the side, great, go with it. But give us those fights. Don't give us three shots of those fights. To me, this is exactly the same as the end of Avengers Endgame where they wanted to make a big point mm. by having everybody have their moment in the background and everybody instead gets about three seconds you yeah. know yeah. Uh, you could make this a big 10 minute long sequence don't have it confined just to the one spot use the fact that you're doing a remake have these fights take place all over the place you don't need to stick on top of this one cliff with fires just because that's what the animated movie did have some of the lions falling into dying trees and stuff like make it a big epic movie, but instead they're sticking to the original and then just giving us a couple extra shots for no reason.
1: And the thing is too, the, the honest trailer for the animated one pointed out when they do their joke versions of the songs. So when they do this whole obviously traditional aspect of where lions we're Kings of all of Africa, we're going to hold up our new kid and all the animals like, yay, new lion. Mm-hmm. Like, the original, the uh, the Honest Trailer points out, like, yeah, they're reminding everyone that we're all prey and these lions are going to eat you if you don't <laughs> yeah. fucking behave yourself, buddy. Like, I mean, why are all these animals, you know, so proud and coming up and like,
0: yay, new king. Like, fucking all those wild beasts are dead. <laughs> well, this movie starts out with Mufasa explaining the circle of life. Is it? Yeah. We eat them and then when we die, our bodies are going to fertilize the plants that their kids will eventually eat. Yep.
1: Yep, exactly. And that, to me, is like, ew, I don't want to eat that grass anymore. It's like (laughs) dead fucking lion in it. Um, Yeah, and, like, can I just point out the Beyonce song? Like, I remember Mallory and I talking about this. Like, you know, you've got to put your one new song in it to get a bit of Oscar bait. Uh, joke's on you, Disney. You didn't even get nominated for this song. And, like, look, I, it, I have it nothing It doesn't fit the movie either. It doesn't. And, like, it's just... I, I have nothing against Beyonce. Like, good on you, Beyonce. You're great. I don't, I don't think you're as great as everyone says you are. Oh, no, mm. I'm going to get flamed for that. But you're fine. Like, I have nothing against you. You've got some good songs out there. You be you, Beyonce. But I'm sorry, you bait to get an Oscar... Didn't quite work You're not Jennifer Hudson You you need to You, you know Jennifer Hudson Is still better than you Beyonce Because she has an Oscar Kobe Bryant May he rest in peace Is still better than you <laughs> Beyonce Because he has an Oscar uh, This movie is crap I just want to say if, if we are releasing this as a video I don't know if we are or not But I'm going to hold this up to the camera My notes for this movie <laughs> Literally say Shit I have not written anything else Except The Lion King 2019 Underneath I just wrote Shit That's all I wrote
0: Oh That is brilliant <laughs> That's it. Um, uh, all right. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. First, I just want to say controversial opinion. I'm more of a Kelly Rowland fan than a Beyonce fan. Uh, so let's um, replace, no, let's put bad. Kelly Rowland in this movie and I'll be all for it.
1: Kelly Rowland's fine. Uh, I mean, I like the song she did with David Guetta. Like she did a bit more music on my thing. I, look, I, honestly, I like to listen to uh, the gospel music. So I'm a bit of a Michelle Williams fan. Yeah. So uh, hello to all the third Destiny Child fans there. <laughs>
0: Uh, we're going to, how much time do we have left? You got the clock the uh, up there. Fuck, we've got Boop. eight minutes left. Boop. We don't need to use Boop. it all. all right. like, we can end early. Uh, <laughs> I just want to quickly go through plot keywords here. All oh, right, I uh, thought about this. There was farting month. Uh, <laughs> I really need to know what else is going to be in farting month. So that's, that's gonna be the sole one kind of picker, although I think there might be another one. You want to get box office up while I do this? We'll speed through it. Yeah. Uh, farting month. Reviews, Number well. one will be Casper. Ooh, my... my Son oh, Casper, Casper,
1: like that, but that's a fucking great movie. So.
0: <laughs> Number two, the uh, 2016 Ghostbusters. Number three, the 2019 Lion King. And we wrap it up with Happy Death Day. Ooh. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. And uh, there was one other one here that I wanted to do uh, Regicide. Whoa, Regicide month. <laughs> uh, I love that's what I <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with Regicide month, okay? Regicide month apocalypse now gladiator the lion king and the mummy hey that's a good month okay. all right you
1: got box officer i do so i mean this movie can we just say it cost 260 million oh, dollars God. to make holy fuck there are starving kids in africa who could have <laughs> easily like there you are
0: starving hyenas in africa there
1: are real animals in africa you could have gone and given this money and it would have been like you could have fed them the dollar bills and that would have been yeah. more valuable <laughs> to like kids in africa and lions and hyenas in africa Made $543.6 million domestically. $1.1 billion worldwide for a total of $1.6 billion. What the hell is wrong with society? Again, I cannot complain. I was one of those, like like 15 of those dollars was from me. So I'm sorry for contributing to that. Um, Opening (laughs) weekend... I mean, got $191 million on its opening weekend. Nearly made its budget back in one weekend. Um, Also opening that weekend, PBC on Fox, PPV, pay-per-view, Pacquiao vs. Thurman, Uh, Glory 2019 re-release, David Crosby, remember my name, and looking up between, a lot of movies that clearly were stupid to go up that weekend. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was in week number three, as was Toy Story 4 was in week number five um and for the year domestically at least uh second highest grossing film for 2019 of course a little movie called avengers endgame came out in 2019 (laughs) so uh obviously didn't quite beat that but uh yeah the second highest grossing movie what the
0: hell what the hell Uh, I won't go through a lot of reviews here. I'll just say 52% are Rotten Tomatoes, which I actually think is pretty fair. Because again, if you remove, hey, let's pretend there was never a original Lion King movie and just pretend this is the first time you saw a movie. If I said 52%, I'd say that's fair. It's not terrible. It's just, it is what it is. Uh, One review I wanted to read here, uh, David Ehrlich of IndieWire uh, says that Jon Favreau's almost photorealistic remake of The Lion King is meant to represent the next step in Disney's circle of life. Instead, the soulless chimera of a film comes off as little more than a glorified tech demo from a greedy <laughs> conglomerate, a well-rendered but creatively bankrupt self-portrait of a movie studio eating its own tail. Very Agree. fair.
1: And I think on the one-star reviews here on the IMDb, Headlines such as No Soul, Disney, What Have You Done? Shocking, flat, lacked any emotion, completely overhyped, ruined the music, overrated and way too much spotlight on Beyonce. Blah, Beyonce, big mistake. Terrible <laughs> acting, doesn't compare to the original. Seriously? Where do I begin? Beyonce messed up. Very disappointed. Garbage. <laughs> so much great here that I I agree with. I look, in all fairness about Beyonce, like I don't think she was completely like didn't take away completely from it but i mean no there's still a bit <laughs> of spotlight when you when you come out of this movie and you've got people like donald glover chiwa Jella, 4 you know these big names and yet everyone's only talking about beyonce then yeah you do kind of have a
0: like the, the thing is is that nobody in this movie including beyonce adds anything to this movie yeah if you didn't know what the cast is going in you're not really recognizing a lot of these people's voices because mm-hmm. beyonce is recognizable for a singing voice not yeah. a speaking voice yeah uh maybe you recognize Seth Rogen I think that's it nobody else adds anything vocally to this movie and and part of that could just be bad animation to go along with it and the other part could be that they just got people to do bland lifeless performances yeah uh,
1: we've got four minutes left Colin I'm binning it
0: we're binning it <laughs> <laughs> we said at the beginning we're binning it
1: yeah my that review is- has not changed since last year it is still a, a wide and this is gonna be you tell what's gonna be tricky this month is ranking these pieces of crap
0: oh yeah <laughs> Uh, I feel this well, will be the
1: bottom for me though I honestly feel out of all these crap movies uh this is probably the one that I will come out and say this is probably the worst
0: for me there's one that may battle it out with for me but we'll 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 get there and we'll see once I have to revisit that garbage uh what is coming next Ben on movies we hate Month?
1: Um, yeah, I can't even remember what order we said. I'm hosting, am I hosting, I think I'm hosting the Meg, am I? Because you, I wasn't on that review with you, so do you want me to do the Meg? Yeah. let's do the Meg, yeah. Okay, the Meg it is. So, uh, let's get into pointless shark movies, uh, and let's get into 50% of this month
0: with leading men who shouldn't be leading men. That I will disagree with. We're going to have some debates on Jason Statham because I'm a big Jason Statham fan. I have a shelf, a DVD shelf that is just Jason Statham movies, uh, but this is not one of them because I never bought it, never will.
1: I don't, like, again, I don't mind Jason Statham. I don't mind Gerard Butler, but to me, they're not leading men. They're they're side men who should always be side (laughs) characters in movies. They should not hold their own. And... We want to talk about, like, sexualization of people just because and this modern thing. Like, let's get into this movie with the entire sequence of, oh, let's get his shirt off and just glaringly stare at the abs for ten minutes. But that's okay because it's a
0: shark. I mean, a man. I mean, it is Jason Statham. Well, the sexy shark with the six-pack. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, So we'll be back next week for The Meg. And then the other movies we're covering this month uh, are Terminator Dark Fate and uh what was the fourth storm geostorm one? Geostor- oh <laughs> okay maybe there maybe there's an easy bottom one on this i don't know which, which is uh, funny because
1: gerard butler's isn't he coming out with another end of the world movie it's almost like he's got oh he well, Geostor- yes yeah. i really want to do a good end of the world movie so yeah. greenland
0: here it comes just yeah. keep going until you get a hit Gerard. uh stay tuned for all of our other episodes which is nothing this month um uh, but there will be uh, that's not lots not true. in december australian
1: survivor hall of fame recap coming oh, of course coming
0: soon who'd you vote for i know. <laughs> I, I voted for ben Yay! Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: not sure if he's eligible but uh i'm eligible for the best non-host uh, best non-player i should say i'm not a host <laughs> either so what does it matter <laughs>
0: Uh, let's end it now because we only have so much time left my name is Colin and <laughs>
1: <laughs> my name is Ben and Roar! <laughs> Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as finding out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages